I'm going to read six verses. Uh, the, the, the message that I'm going to deliver this morning uh, kind of spans three chapters. And so uh, you're going to go home and read some of this. You're going to have to hear me and take my word for it and then go home and read. Amen, and get the rest of the story, but, uh, you know, that's where my life is spent in this book. Amen, and I just want to share a few things. I'm not going to try to span all three, span all three chapters this morning, but I want to share uh, the, the gist of uh, what is going on here, and I want to use it to encourage your hearts this morning. Uh, Numbers chapter 22, verses 1 through 6, and then Numbers 23, and I'm going to do uh, verses 7 and 8. Lord, we honor you and praise you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you uh, for this moment in time. Fill us now uh, afresh, and we ask that you would give us listening ears that we may hear your word. And in hearing your word, we might believe on the report of scripture. And in believing, Father, we would begin to go and live out this word and have the fullness of everything that you say we can have. We thank you for your people this morning. Bless everyone with what they stand in need of. And I'm believing you that as we leave this place, our lives will never be the same. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, amen. Numbers 22, beginning at verse 1, it said, And the children of Israel set forward and pitched in the plains of Moab, on this side Jordan by Jericho. And Balak the son of Zippor saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was sore afraid of the people because they were many. And Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And Moab said unto the elders of Midian, now shall this company lick up all that are around about us as the ox licketh up the grass of the field. And Balak the son of Zippor was king of the Moabites at that time. He sent messengers therefore unto Balaam uh, the son of Beor to Pethor which is by the river of the land of the children of his people to call him saying behold there is a people that come out of Egypt Behold, they cover the face of the earth, and they abide over against me. Come now, therefore, I pray thee, curse me this people, for they are too mighty for me. Peradventure I shall prevail that they might that we might smite them and that I may drive them out of the land for I want that he whom thou blessed or blesseth is blessed and he whom thou curseth is cursed numbers 23 and verses 7 and 8 and he took up his parable and said Balak 
the king of Moab hath brought me from Aram out of the mountains of the east saying come curse me Jacob come defy Israel how shall I curse whom God hath not cursed or how shall I defy whom the Lord hath not defied we thank God for the reading of his word I want to talk this morning about the blessing of victory I want to talk about the blessing of victory come on say the blessing of victory come on say I have the blessing of victory that, that's what I want to talk about this morning the blessing of victory and I want to declare to you this morning by the spirit of God that you are victorious you have the blessing of victory T today I want to share with you an interesting narrative that is found here in numbers 22 uh, but expands to numbers 24 uh, this passage God uh, has uh, in this passage God has raised up a new generation of Israelites you would remember that he has given uh, unto them uh, Deuteronomy or the second law he speaks to them and now this new generation is believing God and they are heading towards the promised land at the time of this text 30 eight years have been spent in the wilderness after a long stay in the wilderness they are finally moving they're moving forth in faith they're advancing in the will of God they they are now going for to possess the land that God has given them they, they, they have the blessing on them. And I don't want you to miss this here because this is something that it is important for us to know. Those of us who are born again believers have the blessing of the Lord upon our lives. And see, when you genuinely belong to God, the blessing of the Lord is on you. That, that's what I want you to get this morning. Come on, say the blessing of the Lord is upon me. Come on, do you believe that? I'm telling you this morning that if you are in Christ, the blessing of the Lord is upon you. There is a divine pronouncement called the blessing. Somebody said, what is the blessing? It is the divine pronouncement that God has made concerning the success of his people in him. Yeah, yeah, there is a divine pronouncement on me. That's why the enemy can't prevail against me. Come on here, because there is a divine pronouncement that has already been made concerning my success. There is a word of blessing that rests upon the righteous. The blessing of the Lord is on you. See, see, uh, the blessing then offers you favor to advance. 
it offers you favor to prosper as new covenant believers there is the blessing of the Lord resting upon us see through the, 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 the through the blood of Jesus the saints of God are now beneficiaries of a divine blessing in in Christ we are said are beneficiaries of the divine blessing through the blood of Jesus we've got many spiritual blessings and the world and the devil can't take them away don't you ever underestimate amen what it means to be in Christ see to be in Christ is the greatest place you can reside in this world see in Christ we have forgiveness of sins in Christ we have reconciliation with God in Christ we have a spiritual inheritance in Christ we have secured an irrevocable blessing oh come on here they may not like it but I'm here to tell you they cannot stop it because in Christ when he says you're blessed you're blessed one of the greatest blessings that the people of God have is the blessing of victory that's what I want to talk about this morning God has uh, gifted his people with the blessing of victory I thank God for salvation and you know that's already been sealed. I thank God for all of the wonderful things that have been accomplished for me through the blood of Jesus. But one of the blessings that I think sometimes we don't really consider as we should is that there is upon the believer the blessing of victory. Come on here. Come on. That, that means that you carry a blessing to overcome. That you carry a blessing to prevail that you carry a blessing that keeps you winning I need you to get this here because sometimes you don't feel like a winner but you've got to understand that by the grace of God you got the blessing of victory upon your life yeah the blessing of victory has been given to us through our Lord Jesus Christ now when we start talking about the blessing of victory we must then understand that Jesus gave us the victory come on here you don't have victory because you live so good victory has been extended to us by grace because I am in Christ victory is one of the benefits that he has given me overcoming power is mine come on somebody said how could you have the victory Jesus gave it to me come on here how could Jesus give it to you he can give it to me because he owns it Jesus owns the victory Jesus legitimately owns the victory. He has defeated sin. He owns the victory. He has defeated the world. He owns the victory. He has defeated the devil. He owns the victory. He has defeated death. He owns the victory. He has defeated the grave. He owns the victory. Jesus is the ultimate overcomer. I said Jesus is the ultimate overcomer. I overcome because he already overcame. Jesus owns the victory. 
See, see, th this is something here. Victory belongs to Jesus, and by grace, victory has been given to the saints. See, see, when you have God, you have victory. Come on here. When you show up, victory ought to show up. See, see, victory is something that God has given the saints. In fact, when you are in, when you are positioned in Christ, you are in a place of victory. See, see, and this is what you've got to understand. Saints are not fighting for victory. We are fighting from a position of victory. Come on, don't miss that. I said saints are not fighting for victory. We are fighting from a position of victory. See, see, uh, victory is a position that has already been settled in Christ for the saints. And see, we've got to declare our victory until our situation manifested. Come on, somebody said I'm in here and I don't feel like I got the victory. That's all right because victory is not meant to just be a feeling. Men, victory is a spiritual reality. I wish I had somebody here. And come on, you got to start declaring victory even when you don't feel it. You got to declare victory until your, your situation begins to manifest it. If you keep declaring victory, guess what? After a while, everything you declare is is going to begin to manifest in your experience. So, so this is it here. You must, con you must continue to declare victory. See, don't let what you, uh, uh, what you feel make you forget that you are fighting from a position of victory. Come on here. Th this is something here, and I want you to grab it even though I don't feel like it. Come on here. I've got to remember that victory is not just about a feeling. It is a spiritual reality. Somebody lift your hands and say, I am victorious. See, to be positioned in Christ is to be established in victory. And this is what I love here. We don't always feel victory, but I assure you we still got it. So when you continue to stand in on victory, uh, our situation will sooner or later manifest what we stand on. Come on here, stand on, on victory until your situation looks like victory. Come on here, see, see, victory has been gifted to the saints. Come on here, and you've got to be determined to walk in it by faith. Come on, don't forget the formula. Everything in Christ is, is, is by grace, amen, praise God, and through faith. Come on here, it's been made available to me by grace, but I begin to walk in it through faith. Come on here, if you believe God, you can walk in victory. So we have the blessing of victory. See, uh, in our text, 38 years have passed and the children of Israel are moving towards the promised land. And as they move in the direction of what God has for them, they encounter situations. See, the thing is that God is a progressive God. God wants you to continue to move forward in him. God does not want his people stagnant. God wants us climbing. Come on here. He is a God of progress because there's so much in God you've not come into. Come on. That's why I praise God. When you serve the Savior, there is no ceiling. 
however high you want to go, God can take you there. Come on, you never have to look at somebody else's life and limit yourself. Come on here, maybe they've gone as far as what they want to go, but don't let them stop you from excelling in the things of God. This is something here. They are going forth now to the land that is flowing with milk and honey. They're going to a place of greater in God. They're going to a place, amen, where they can see progress. And guess what? As they walk, the blessing of victory is upon them. As a result, they, they have been blessed by God to defeat every nation standing in their way because to come into the promised land means that they're going to have to take territory come on here come on how, how many of you know that God will grant you grace to get you where he wants you to be come on here victory accompanies the righteous wherever we go victory goes because we have the blessing of victory and see in this text by this time uh, chapter 22 God's people have been headed towards the promised land and they have taken out enemies everywhere come on here the text shows us that they have been taking out enemies the southern Can uh, Canaanites they have taken out in numbers 20 one, two, three. The Amorites have been taken out in Numbers 21 and 23. The Bashanites have been taken out in Numbers 21, 33 through 35. They've got the blessing of victory upon them and everything that stands in their way. God gives them the grace to take it out. Lord, have mercy. I need somebody to grab it in the Holy Ghost because let me tell you something. That which God doesn't move he has already graced you to take it out. Somebody put a praise on it right there. You have the blessing of victory. So uh, you were chosen then to be victorious in God. And then I remind you here that you are not, you are not here to be victimized by the devil. You were chosen to be victorious in God. Come on here. Now, now when, when you're doing the will of God, then you can expect warfare. Come on, I just need y'all to get this because I say it weekly, but some of y'all don't get it. When you are doing the will of God, you can expect warfare. You can't advance the kingdom of God without a challenge. Look at this. When, 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 when uh, the saints start advancing, then devils become alarmed. When God's people start progressing, then devils start plotting. Great assignments demand great attacks. When you start taking divine territory, the enemy starts making trouble. And I've come to tell you that it doesn't matter what the enemy does because God has granted you the blessing of victory. Don't let what you face stop you from moving forward. Don't let what's in front of you stop you from pressing into your future. You have not been called to crumble. You've been chosen to conquer. 
come on you carry the blessing of victory you have the grace to win on their way to the next place that God had for them they encountered opposition that's how you know you going up baby opposition will always confirm your upward movement I need somebody to grab that right there come on I keep telling you dogs don't chase parked cars and devils don't come after stagnating saints I need you to get that here nevertheless you've got the blessing of victory upon your life they were opposed but they were not overthrown come on here I need you to get that so much may oppose me but it will never overthrow me all the threats I've been through I'm still standing by the grace of God I've been greatly opposed but I've not been overthrown matter of fact I've seen God overthrow stuff for me I've seen God fight battles for me God has reminded me fret not yourself against evildoers neither be envious of workers of iniquity God got the lawnmower I soon cut them down like grass and they'll wither away like the green herb come on now you gotta trust the Lord Uh, they are now confronted but they got the blessing of victory come on here you're not just having a battle you have the blessing of victory come on here in every way you go victory goes in every battle you face victory is there they were opposed but they were not overthrown go forth I don't care what opposes you God is standing with you come on here I'm giving praise you may be buffeted but you ought to refuse to back up so in this text Israel's victory is spreading come on because you know when you start whooping stuff and taking it down come on your name will start spreading come on when you got victory folk will talk about you you start taking out devils. Come on, folk will talk about you. You, you know what I tell you? That there are two times that folk are going to talk about you when you below average and above average. Now, most folk don't talk about average people. Come on, you get below, they're going to say, she ought not to come out of the house like that. She know better. Come on. Start operating above average. Say, he think he's somebody. Look at her. Look at the way she walk. Look at the way she sit up behind that stern wheel. Look, baby, that's how they made the seat. Get persecuted for holding your head up. Just look at the way she walked. Come on, if you ain't crawling, they upset. You ain't acting defeated, they got a problem. You know the problem? People want you to be average. Don't don't be a mover. Don't be a shaker. Don't upset nothing, because if you start doing better, that shows me up. So if all of us can just be average and maintain the status quo, we'll be all right. 
But when you say, I'm going to start taking territory. Come on here. I got one life to live and I'm going to live it well. Oh, come on here. I can't help you don't want your stuff, but I want all of my stuff. And while I'm passing through, I want to enjoy the life that God gave me to the fullest. Come on. And I'm not going to be worried about what they're saying because there's always somebody who will tell you that it can't be done. Come on here. You can tell me what you're not going to do for me, but I'll never let you tell me what I can't have. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. Come on here. All you can tell me is I can't help you. I'll never let you tell me I can't have it. Come on. Come on, see, so, so you got to get this because your having it, amen, is not contingent upon their help. Come on here. Come on, you can have it even if they don't help you. Come on here. I don't care what they call you. What are you answering to? Baby, I'm victorious. I've been called a whole lot of names. But baby, I'm here to tell you, it's not the name that they gave me that makes the difference. It's the name that God has given me. And in him, I am victorious. I have the blessing of victory. So, so the text says that because they, uh, the, the, the reputation of them began to spread, folks start getting scared. In particular, Moab got scared. Moab's king, Balak, got scared. And the Bible says that, that his fear uh, gets the best of him because they are accomplishing, because God's people are being successful. He heard of their advancement and their progress. He heard of how they were taking territory and defeating their enemy. Now, now pick this up because Moab is a representation of a religion relentless enemy Moab just keeps coming back come on you ever seen stuff like that come on here that's how that devil is come on here he'll only leave for a season Moab is uh, symbolic of a relentless enemy that keeps coming back Moab shows you the plan of the devil. He is a relentless foe. And the king of Moab had God's people under surveillance. Come on here. When God's doing something supernatural in your life, look for him to keep you under surveillance. Come on here. There are people that will watch you that won't even speak to you. Matter of fact, I'm see, I see people that be watching so hard when you speak to them, they don't see you. You say, hey, hey. And they be looking right at you. Because when God is moving supernaturally in your life, don't be surprised when they put you under surveillance. Oh, come on here. I know what I'm talking about here. Uh, that, that, that Moab had.
as God's people under surveillance because he knew about their victory and their victory made him nervous. Come on here. Moab is a picture of Satan himself. The king of Moab in the text is nervous because he knows God's people are victorious. See, see, pick me up right here. Don't, don't you think for one minute that the enemy doesn't know that you've been anointed to win. See, see, this, this is it. Because sometimes we don't think the devil really gets to see. The devil knows you got the victory. He knows God gave you the victory. The devil knows you have the victory. He's just hoping you don't know it. Lord have mercy. Come on here. The devil knows that the blessing of victory is upon them that have been washed in the blood of the Savior. He's just hoping that you don't know it. See, the saints of God fight from a position of victory. But if we don't know it, we'll start behaving like victims. Come on here. See, the devil keeps tabs on them that trust the Lord. People who trust the Lord are an ongoing threat to the enemy. Do you hear me here? The devil knows that when you trust God, you are scheduled for a mighty triumph. See, see, you can't keep walking with God and not manifest a win. The, 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 the blessing of victory is upon you. And one reason that the devil tries to distract you is he knows that you're destined for greater. So, so in this hour, you must know that you are victorious and you must let the enemy know you know it. Come on, you act like a victim, the devil will treat you like one. Come on here, tab your whole life. One reason that the devil tries to keep you from going forward is that he fears where God is taking you. Come on here. So, so the king of Moab begins tracking the progress of God's people. See, the, the enemy watches folk that he knows have victory. Come on here. The devil watches what he knows God has grace to win. Oh, yes, he does. Uh-huh. The, the enemy is, is, is uh, fearing those who consistently walk by faith. The, 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 the devil is petrified by people who prevail in prayer. So, so you got to refuse to wallow in fear and you must be resolved to walk in faith. You have the blessing of victory on you. Come on, somebody said I don't feel like it. That's all right. The fight is fixed. And you have already been declared the winner. The fight is fixed and it's been called in your favor. So even when the wicked, even the wicked one knows that you have been scheduled to win. So, so, so this is it. Uh, you got to send a clear message to the enemy. I am not your victim. I have the blessing of victory. Though I am tried, I have been chosen to be triumphant. I have the blessing of victory. Now, the, the, the enemy seems to take this thing and it works with him so much he has no choice but to attack. 
So the king of Moab, seeing that Israel is progressing and taking territory, says they gonna soon whoop me. And they say, we gotta find a way to stop this. So, so the text says that Balak, the king of, of Moab, calls on one of the big boys. Balaam is his name. Oh, prophet Balaam. Now, we don't know much about Balaam from the biblical text. He's kind of like Melchizedek. He just pops on the pages of scripture. We have no lineages, uh, lineage of him. But I uh, thank God that, that there are extra biblical sources, Jewish sources, that tell us about this man, Balaam. The, the Jewish historian Josephus, in his antiquity of the Jews, say of Balaam that Balaam was among the greatest of prophets in his time come on now I need you to get this because Balaam was of the greatest of prophets in his time but he was not a spiritual prophet come on here he had the title of a prophet but he was a warlock don't get me started this morning let me God just keep me on track this is something here because uh, Balaam was of the greatest of prophets in his time. Now, now this is really saying something because Balaam lived during the time that Moses did. Or Balaam rather lived during the time that Moses did. And Balaam is said to be one of the greatest prophets of that time. Come on here. You know Moses was something. Come on here. But but now the, the, the ministry of Moses the prophet and the ministry of Balaam were two different things. They were taking, they were about two different kinds of mission. Moses was a prophet of God, but Balaam was a master sorcerer. He specialized in casting spells. His specialty was sorcery, witchcraft, incantations. He dealt with magic. And the devil used him mightily. Come on, see, this is why some of y'all get hoodwinked so quick. Because you don't understand that the devil anoints his folks too. It ain't the oil. It ain't the right oil. Bible said in the last days they would come with lying signs and wonders. That's why you got to know the word of the living God. Come on here. And Balaam had a reputation of casting spells. Everybody knew that if you called in Balaam, you were calling in the big boys. He would come in with the spell book. He knew all of the spells. He knew all of the curses to work. He knew of everything. Amen. To come and do a manifestation before the people he had bewitched the people he had the people under his spell and people were scared of Balaam when he came to town they knew that Balaam was carrying weight oh it was demonic weight but it was weight nonetheless oh but can I tell you there was a weight that's greater than any weight that the devil can bring baby there is a glory that belongs to God and every knee's got to bow and every tongue's got to confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. Somebody give him praise right there. 
and the people regarded the evil of Balaam greatly. They knew that when you call Balaam, he didn't miss. They saw the evidence of his curses. He had been profound in operating in darkness. Balaam was a heavyweight for the kingdom of darkness. He was a warlock of wickedness. And it was thought that when he cast a spell that nobody could get out from under it. The text says that the king of Moab got scared. Balaam being a prophet of reputation who specialized in casting uh, spells and placing curses was sent for by the king of Moab to come against God's people. And there's something so he sends for uh, Balaam to come in. And you know Balaam is, 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 is really powerful because the king of Moab says to him, if you come in, I'll pay you top dollar. Come on, so th this man is, is collecting funds for his foolishness. Come on here. So, 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 so he says, come on in and I'll pay you top dollar. I got a job for you. God's people keep progressing but I know come on this is the king of Moab saying to the wicked Balaam I know that whoever you bless will be blessed and whoever you curse they curse so so I need you to come down here and help me to get this spell on these people come down here and help me to curse God's people Come on here. See, see, but, but, but what Moab's king didn't understand that the blessing don't belong to Balaam. It belongs to God. Lord have mercy. I'm so glad that men can't determine who God is going to bless. Come on here. There's some people that when they get mad with you, they think you can't get a miracle. But let me tell you something. I'm glad that my relationship with God, hallelujah, didn't depend on what anybody else said. I know the man for myself. Somebody give him praise, honor, and glory right there. I'm glad that every good and perfect gift comes from God. So they don't have to like you in order for God to bless you. What's wrong with you? Stop begging. You don't need their validation to be victorious. Jesus supplied the victory already. Like me or leave me, I'm on my way to greater. Do I have anybody here that still believes God? Come on, so you gotta, you gotta trust the Lord. You got the blessing of victory already on you. See, see, don't get it twisted. I'm blessed because God says... I'm blessed. Come on here. The, the king of Moab sent for his best to call against God's people. He didn't send for anything low ranking. He sent for Balaam. Go get me Balaam. Find me Balaam. I need a master sorcerer. I need somebody that can cast a spell that's going to stick. Come on here. And this is what Jesus called the gates of hell. You remember that when Jesus said, and the gates of hell shall not prevail? This is what Jesus 
Jesus meant when he said gates of hell. Gates of hell symbolize power. Come on here. The very best that hell's got to offer. When the devil sends his best, Jesus has made a promise that the blood will block it, Lord. Have mercy. That the gates of hell shall not prevail against the people of God. I don't know who I'm talking to in here. There's some stuff that came to take you out, but the blood of Jesus blocked. I dare you to look at somebody, tell them the blood blocked it for me. <laughs> Hell was in position, but it could not prevail against me because Jesus had already given me the victory. I have the blessing of victory upon my life. Somebody better praise God right there. The very gates of hell are coming against some of you. But I thank you that heaven has mighty hosts that will fight on your behalf. He's the Lord of hosts. He's the Lord of many armies. And I praise God today that even though I'm in a fight all night, all day, angels keep watching over me, my Lord. Somebody give God a shout right there. I serve a God that sits on high and looks so low. And the Lord said to my Lord, sit thou in my right hand till I make your enemies be your footstool. Is there anybody that believe God? No weapon, no weapon. Yeah, that one too. No weapon formed against you. No mouth, no curse, no devil, no sickness. It may form, but it will not work. If your hand, sometime the devil goes, he gets his best. He sends out his mightiest forces. But I'm here to tell you, you got the blessing of victory. And when the devil sends his vicious attacks, you got the blessing of victory. When devil gets scared, he'll pull out all stops. The attacks against you may be vicious, but by the grace of God, you're still victorious. Some of you have all kinds of stuff coming against you, but you keep on shining. You can shoot your best shot, but watch me keep shining. Somebody praising, somebody holler. I am victorious. I am victorious. I have the blessing of victory. And when he's tried me, I shall come forth as gold. When the storm passes, when the dust settles, when the smoke clears, I walk out the winner. Lift your head, open your mouth. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory, victory, where the folk? Victory, today is mine. Feel it right there with a shout of praise. I 
been blessed. But one of the greatest blessings that I carry is the blessing of victory. Victory in the valley. Victory in the storm. Victory in trial. Somebody praising. Somebody thanking. Victory is my friend. Lift your hand. Open your mouth. Give your God a shout right there. It may be big, but the bigger they are, the harder they fall. I heard it. Did you hear that? Lord have mercy. In the Holy Ghost. Demons are falling. Devils are dropping. Sickness is bowing. Somebody praise him for the blessing of victory. Put a praise on him right there right there right there i have the blessing of victory oh 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 Whoever you want. Balaam can't penetrate the blood. Lord have mercy. Ah, if old mother Francis Lucas was here, she'd say, I'm gonna stay under the blood. I'm the world. Lord have mercy. Can't do me no harm. Where the blood folk had. Where the blood folk if I can see the blood folk they are the blessed folk open your mouth you can't be under the blood and not carry the blessing lift your hand open your mouth I've come to declare that every plot of the enemy that's been raised against you it will not work it will not work I'm the text said Balaam came to town he tried three times to put a curse on God's people, but didn't it, it did not work. None of the plots of hell against you shall prosper. Weapons may form, but they will not prosper. Devils may attempt it, but God won't let them accomplish it. Somebody praise him. The negative coming against you will fall like nothing because Jesus, he rules in the spirit realm. He's the head of all powers and principalities. I dare you to look at somebody. Tell them your Jesus rules in the spirit realm. Come on, say Jesus. He rules in the spirit realm. And my own would say he rules and super rules. Lord have mercy. Ain't nobody can master the spirit realm like Jesus. He's the head of all powers, all spirits, all principalities 
every devil is subject to his name then no devils that step out of line that the Lord can't handle there's no devil that tries to show off that the Lord cannot shut down devils can't shut down what God has designed to succeed lift your hand open your mouth whatever's against you God's getting in it he's gonna make it work in your favor it was meant for your evil but God is gonna use it for your good I just need three people to cry out from your belly for my good 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 something break it for my good something snap it for my good for my good for my good lift your head cry from your belly it's for my good it's for my good it's for my good the devil thought I would fall but psych it's for my good my good my good my good my good my good it's for my good for my good for my good quit here but where the folk can that'll praise God like it's for your good when you come out of this you're coming out greater you're coming out wiser you're coming out stronger you're coming out with a fresh testimony for your good for his glory and for your good God's got this. Stop worrying. God has already declared you the winner. Keep going. Keep moving forward. God's going to handle this fight. The king of Moab called in his best but it didn't work every time Balaam opened his mouth to speak a curse God made him speak a blessing <laughs> come on here even that which was intended to buffet you God's gonna cause it to bless you even that which was intended to curse you God's gonna make it compliment you I need a praiser in here that'll lift your head and give God a shout of praise you can't fool with who God favors they'll always come out on top come on here and give God a praise right there they better not fool with you you carry the favor of almighty God your enemies cannot accomplish any more than God allows somebody praise him right there 
Somebody give God glory right there. The Lord's making you victorious. Come on here. When the good God gives you the victory, every evil work is in vain. Let them talk. God's going to make the negativity against you fall like nothing. Every negative word, every negative plot, every negative effort, every negative report. Come on here. You have the blessing of victory. The devil might as well leave. It's a lost cause. You can't curse what God has blessed. Balaam tried, but then he had to come clean with the king of Moab. You asked me to do something that I can't do. If God covers it, then you can't curse it. Lift your hand, open your mouth, and give your God a shout right there. How can you defy what God delights in? Come on here. God will frustrate the efforts of your enemies because nothing can penetrate God's protective power. Come on here. Somebody praising when God issues a blessing. Nothing can revoke it. This stuff, guess what? That you don't even know about. That's why I'm praising it. Because God was taking care of this for Israel. They didn't even know what was going on. And God said to tell you some of the stuff you don't even know was happening. I'm taking care of it. Somebody praise God for the stuff he's stopping that you ain't even seen yet and never will see because before it gets before you the blood gon' block it lift your hand open your mouth give your God a shout right there I got to quit this morning but is there anybody here that says I'm victorious and nothing can stop me I'm victorious I'm not the devil's victim lift your hand open your mouth and praise your God right there many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord shall deliver him out of them all I've got to quit here but whatever the devil has said God can shut it down God's going to fight on your behalf and you shall hold your peace and the Lord shall fight for you fight for you fight for you the Lord of hosts is his name lift your head open your mouth and put a praise on it right there I don't know what's coming against you but if there's anybody you under attack I want you to get up just those under attack if I ain't talking to you don't worry but if you're under some attack I want you to start praising God because God is shutting stuff down on your behalf on your behalf we declare victory 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 
victory in this place. Sickness is going down. Disease is going down. Poverty is going down. Depression is going down. Low self-esteem is going down. Oppressive demons going down. In the name of Jesus, mind be loose. Health be loose. Finance be loose. Miracles be loose. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everything that the devil has staged against you, it shall be destroyed. It shall be destroyed. Lift your voice. Open your mouth. Silly. 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 Where the victory folk? 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 Grab your praise and seal it. The weapons of the enemy are being destroyed. Lift your head. Don't you forget. God can stand up for his people. That's why the old slave wrote a song. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. Tell Martha not to mourn. Haven't you heard Pharaoh's army got drowned out of the Red Sea? And the same God that drowned Pharaoh's army can lift you up. Fight your battle. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I feel miracles. I feel release. I feel deliverance. I feel breakthrough. I'm trying to quit here. But somebody better praise him like it's already in your head. You better praise him like it's already working your favor. Lift your hands. Open your mouth. Somebody praise him. Somebody thank him. Somebody rejoice. For the Lord is nigh. The Lord is nigh. The Lord is nigh. Praise him. Thank him. Every attack of hell is being destroyed. Falling to naught. Every negative word is falling. You've been going through on that job. But God getting ready to silence some of the naysayers. You better hear me here. There's about to be a shift for them that serve the Lord. You've been through stuff that shook you. But by the grace of God, he's kept you shining. Lift your head. Open your mouth. Somebody holler once again. I am victorious. I am victorious. I am victorious. I got to go. But watch me win. Watch me win. Watch me win. You don't have to support my journey. But I do invite you to watch me win. Pull up a chair and watch me win. Watch me win. Watch me win. All I do is win. 
win, win, win. Somebody praise him. Somebody praise him. Somebody praise him. You show up. Watch God shut it down. Lift your voice. Open your mouth. It's a new day in the spirit. It's harvest time. It's harvest time. If you couldn't kill me before now, you're too late. Now I just want to get about 25 praisers to shout in the harvest. You can't hold me. It's harvest time. 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 I got to quit here, but it's harvest time. They couldn't stop God's people because it was harvest time. It's time to collect. It's time to conquer. Go get your wagons. Get ready to load your wagon. Get your baskets. Get plenty of them. It's harvest time. It's harvest time. Healing is here. Healing is here. Healing is here. Breakthrough is here. Open doors are here. It's harvest time. This is the harvest praise right here. If you plan it in faith, go ahead and praise him right there because you're about to reap in joy. Lord said to tell him, it's harvest time. Hell can't stop it. It's harvest time. The devil had his try. But it didn't work. It was a good try, but it didn't work. It's harvest time now. Hell got to back up. It's harvest time. You can't stop what God has chosen to succeed. You can't curse what God has covered. That devil might as well pack up his bags and hit the road. I'm telling you, for 25 people that are receiving in the Holy Ghost, it's harvest time. Oh! 
is harvest time. Oh, it's harvest time. It's harvest time. You've been through hell, but it's harvest time. You've been through high water, but it's harvest time. You've been waiting on the healing, but it's harvest time. You've got the blessing of victory. Doors will open and the devil can't stop them. You might as well go somewhere, devil. It's a lost call. It's harvest time. Oh, oh, oh. Don't worry about what's, don't worry about what left. God's getting ready to give you a whole new load. If they needed that bad, let them have it. You don't need that old stuff no way. God getting ready to give you a whole new load. It's harvest time. And new doors are opening. And new doors are opening. And new ideas are coming. And new strategies are coming. And fresh purpose is being unfolded. There's some things that have been on life support that God getting ready to raise back up. All it had was a pulse, but God's getting ready to put it back on his feet. And the people shall know that I am God. And the people shall know that I am God. And my strong hand is upon my people. With my right hand shall I bless them and propel them forward into great places, saith the Lord. It's harvest time. Don't let hell distract you from your harvest. Let them talk. You can't curse what God's got covered. You can't shut down what God stood up. You can't revoke what God has redeemed. And I'm giving it life. And I'm giving it life. God bless you. 
this morning. You got the blessing. You have the blessing of victory. It's on your house. It's on your business. It's on the works of your hands. On your health. On your finances. I have the blessing of victory. And in all these things, I am hope and I care. I am super conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. Through him who has loved me. God bless you this morning. Position yourself to collect the harvest. Get yourself ready. For God has set a date. And as is recorded in the book of Exodus, and the Lord did that thing. It's got to happen. Because God never sets a date he won't keep. And some of you have been right at the door of death and God brought you back. Some of you heard negative reports and God brought them to naught. Some of you the devil tried to kill but God canceled it. And the reason you remain is because God is not through with you yet. You didn't even know you were built like that. Somebody would have told you that you were going to come through all you came through. You would have told them that you never could. But God put strength in you you didn't even know you had. Nobody but God did that. God built you tough enough to handle every trial you would face. You've had problems, but the proof was in the pudding. That with all you faced, you emerged victoriously. be encouraged I know you got a lot going on I know people are saying a lot doing a lot and I'm telling you that no matter what comes against you God has already said it will not prevail in these 30 plus years as I have carried this gospel I've had all kinds of things to happen my life has been threatened. I'm talking about threatened for real. I've seen times, amen, where I had to stand in the pulpit under threat of death. Because people wanted me to leave the pulpit and don't say nothing else. And if you don't leave, I have you dead in two weeks. I'm telling you, 
what the Lord did for me. And the people were scared to come to church. I had to have deputies to come and sit all over the sanctuary just so the people would come. Because they were scared. They said, you know, he'll get you. And he said, I can get you. I know I can get him. He won't even see it coming because you know his eyes going to be closed. <laughs> I closed them, came back to the pulpit and kept on preaching. He gone and I'm still here. Because God will take care of his own. Everything they try to do to destroy you. My name was on the front of the newspaper on Channel 5 News. A sham job to make up lies to destroy the prophet of God. And they did everything they could to say that I'd never do anything else again because we're going to destroy him. But you can't destroy what God delights in. And the better part of them folk are not even here. And I'm still going. When we're going to build our church and I started it and God had given me a vision. They knew I was there and they said he's over there in that school building. When they found out it was me, they said, who is that over there with all them cars? They thought I had left town. They said, that's that royal boy still here. <laughs> he's still here. I thought we had put him out. I said, no, he's over there. And when they found out it was me, they did everything they could, went down to the school boards and, and got me put out of the building. And I had to try to find a place to scramble and tell the saints what we're going to do. And, and I had a building uh, that I secured, and when they heard it was me, they said, no, 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 he can't use it. The deal broke. And I was standing in front of the people and I, I said, what in the world is this? God, you sent us here to the school and how are we going to be able to go on? The man who was holding up the building was trying to stop me from getting it. On that Sunday, I stood there and I said, God, you know, we got to have a place. Oh, by that Wednesday, he was going away from here. I'm just telling you what the Lord has done now. I ain't, I'm trying to make nobody mad, so I don't testify this often. Amen, because people get upset, you know. But I'm telling you what the Lord did. And they came back to me and, I, and said to me, as long as you need the build, they said, the problem gone. Long as you need the building, you can have it. I'm telling you what the Lord did. And we got that building and stayed in there six months. In six months, the Lord allowed us to purchase land and pay cash for it. In six months. Because they said I was crazy. And I was. As I think back on it, I was crazy. But I was a fool for Christ. Whose fool are you? <laughs> Everybody's somebody fool. 
so I was a fool for Christ's sake. And by the end of the year, the first year, I was breaking ground. Went everywhere trying to find a bank loan and the bank said to me, what in the world is wrong with They were looking at me like I was crazy and I was. How you asking somebody to give you a couple of million dollars and you ain't even got no financial records? No, we can't do that. Thank you. Because you know my philosophy, you can tell me what you can't do for me. But you can't tell me what I can't have. Next. And I sat in front of somebody one day who sat back in the chair and looked at me. You know, and sometimes just because you're crazy enough to ask. He said, I don't know why we're taking this chance on you. But we're going to give you that $2 million. Yes, he did. And God allowed that building to come up. I'm just telling you what the Lord has done. And you know what? Everything God was conditioning me for was preparing me to do what I'm doing right now. Come on here. People say, how can you do it? You in Greenville, you in Wilson, because I'm graced to be here. And when God gives you the grace, anything is possible. 